Welcome, uh, Domain Dave again for CheapWineFinder.com. And as you can tell by the background music, this was supposed to be our St. Uh, Patrick's Day um, extravaganza. But I started thinking about what wine would I drink for St. Patrick's Day? And my answer to myself was a nice pint of Guinness or maybe harp. And so there, there went the, uh, the wine for St. Patrick's and we're doing something else. So. The music lives on, but uh, the wine is now the caretaker uh, Paso Robles Cabernet Sauvignon Central Coast 2020 999 Trader Joe's. And this is a perennial favorite of uh, Trader Joe's. I looked back through the website and actually I put a link to it. Um, we reviewed the 2009 uh, caretaker Pinot Noir. This is the first time we've uh, ever. Uh, hit their Paso Robles Cabernet Sauvignon, but uh, we have a couple of um, experiences with their uh, their Pinot Noir. And, and drinking this, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm going to take a sip. If you like your Cabernet Sauvignon, smooth, on the rich side, but not too much balanced, a lot of Subtle, you know, not, this isn't big and bold, but it's also got some smoothness and richness to it too, so it kind of splits the difference between that. And it uh, has some really nice flavors to it going on. It, um, in the past, this is a wine that was made by the uh, Central Coast Wine Warehouse um, 10 years ago. Like, I, I don't know, I'm, this is an exaggeration, but I think half of the wines that uh, Trader Joe's had exclusive brands with or made under a Central Coast Wine Warehouse. I mean, they were everywhere when you start looking at their wines. And now it's called the uh, Miller Family Vineyards. And it turns out, when I looked into it, it's like, why they changed the name? That the Miller Family has uh, owned the Central Coast Wine Warehouse. They started it. Um, the Miller Family has been farming in California since 1871. They have... They own some of the best uh, vineyards in the Central Coast, the Benacita, I think it's called. They've uh, been around forever, and the, and the Central Coast Wine Warehouse was their way of making um, wines for other people and keeping their their own wines separate. And they, and I have a link to their website. and, and that, that was kind of before. For their time. Nowadays, everybody kind of makes wines for Trader Joe's and Costco and all these and supermarkets and what have you. It's kind of a common thing and it's a lucrative um, it's a lucrative industry. But back then it was them, and now they're branding it under their winery name, which I think is a good thing. Uh, they're putting their name on it now. It's not on their website. They have a their website has their own wines, and this is not on there, but they got their name in the back label. So when a winery now takes Credit for a wine rather than try to hide who made it. That's going to be a good thing. I'm going to take another sip. I mean, it's uh, Trader Joe's wine's been around forever. It, uh, and um, just to get, how do you compare this with a, a retail store brand in in New York? And I've talked about this before. Uh, Trader Joe's supermarkets in. Um, I'm listening to the the flute player or whatever, the whistle player. Uh, they can't sell wine at, at uh, supermarkets. So there's one Trader Joe's wine shop in New York City, and 
certain brands get sold at wine shops in New York. I don't know, I don't know how that works, but it's usually 40 to 50% more money, which tells you how much it costs when a distributor has to go out and actually find shops to put on their shelves and a wine shop that makes it take an extra amount of money. So it's about 40 to 50% more money. So these $9.99 Trader Joe's wines are actually $14 wines, maybe $15 wines. In that area, uh, when you're talking about uh, quality, they're the same quality as that. Now, the main difference is that a uh, retail wine shop, $14, $15 wine, has to compete with all the other wines in the store where Trader Joe's wines just compete with each other. That is a difference, but not... You know, but if it's a good wine, it's a good wine. It doesn't really make that much of a difference. Now the, I think the the whistle is back. I'm gonna take a sip while it whistles. Yeah, there we go. Little up leprechauns jumping about. And so there you go. So this is a smooth, easy to drink, well priced Cabernet Sauvignon. It, it kind of grabs your pal. The tannins are sweet. Uh, the flavors, at the good city, the flavors unfold. It's solid. This is a um, fun wine to drink. It doesn't cost that much money. Yeah, caretaker, and it's from a single AVA. And there are wine critics of the Paso Robles. Uh, well, the high-end Paso Robles uh, Cabernet Sauvignon is the equal of Napa. Napa Valley, so the vineyards there are, are good vineyards. And a winemaker, the family winery, is now taking credit for it. It's the wine to take a look at. So that's it for me, uh, Domain Day from CheapWineFinder.com. Uh, we got some other wines coming up. Um, some favorites. This is the time of year where things aren't happy. Trader Joe's wines are getting smaller and smaller. I was the other day trying to find a Trader Joe's brand wine. And at least half the wines are retail store brands. Sometimes at better prices, sometimes not. And that's not what I go to Trader Joe's for to get their wines. I want I want the wines I can't see anywhere else. I want the I want to be surprised, and I don't want wines that I can go to anywhere and get. But that's what's happening until COVID fully goes away and supply chains fully straighten out. But that's it for me. Domain Dave, cheapwinefighter.com. Like us where you like your podcast. If you will, thank you. Stay safe. Stay warm or cool. The weather's crazy. And I'll be talking to everybody in a couple days. And uh, the whistle's back again. Now, before I say bye-bye, let him play. Okay, keep it cheap. Adios. Bye-bye.